0: welcome to the nutritious and delicious podcast with me bethany our mission is to support busy parents all over the world to learn time management while taking care of your nutritional physical and mental health after all a healthy family starts with a healthy parent so i'm really excited today i have leticia here with me and leticia has actually been a personal trainer for the last 20 years in calgary and she's worked mainly with women um, who've had children And when she's actually learned about this with her son, started learning more about bodies and what we're going to go through as we're pregnant, right? Getting older and specifically the pelvic floor. So I'm super excited to have you
1: on the show here today, Leticia. Hi. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. This is actually my first podcast that I've ever done. So very excited. Yeah,
0: I love it. So I'm really excited actually because Leticia actually trained me at the gym after I had my second son. So I have personal experience. I've done this with her and I get it. And it's interesting. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic today because we're going to be talking all about working out post babies, which is an exciting topic to talk about. So a lot of the. (laughs) sorry, I could go on and on. Yeah, there's I find a lot of the moms here, um, it's a lot of like pelvic floor issues that I think a lot of women, you know, experience. And even after having my second was very different from having my first. I found with my first, I bounced back super fast. And my second, um, you know, we'll get into obviously, but, you know, the pelvic floor, everything like your abdominal muscles are all changing and Um, I think the more kids you have, it's probably, you're probably finding that you get people that are needing that issue, you know, helping you with that. So I actually want to go into sort of why today, um, you know, you decided to become a personal trainer and what is equipping you to help these ladies here?
1: Uh, well, it's a long story how I Mm -hmm. got to get to personal training. Um, when I first went back to school, so I graduated and then I went from from high school and then I went um, to on to post-secondary. I originally wanted to be a dietitian. That was oh, my wow. goal. Yeah. And then uh, that old guy got, got kibosh because at 20, I got rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, wow. So if people don't know, it's an immune deficiency disease and it is uh, or can be very debilitating. So I actually didn't walk for about two years. And one of the things that got me back on my feet was exercise. So you don't think that when you're in that much pain, exercise is actually going to help you out, but it does. So uh, I just started really slow and ended up building myself back up. And of course I saw physios and all that. But by the time I was ready to go back to university, I was 26 years old and I had changed my focus and I decided to work. uh, I wanted to become a recreation therapist. So I did my bachelor's in recreation studies um, and then I moved to Calgary. So I did my bachelor's. I'm from Vancouver, but I did my bachelor's in Winnipeg and then I moved to Calgary. And uh, in Calgary, I f- didn't have the same experiences working as a recreation therapist as what I was really looking for. Mm-hmm. So I switched focus and I moved into personal training because fitness has was such a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at about 30, I became a personal trainer, did all my certifications for that, became a personal, uh, oh, sorry, a group fitness instructor as well. And then a few years later I did my pre and postnatal certification.
0: I love it. So, um, You know, I I noticed, obviously, like when we kind of like hung out and stuff, you told me sort of about like your son and kind of getting into it yourself. What did you find like when you first started working out after having children? Like, was it different for you?
1: Um, I think one of the biggest surprises, I guess, was that when your doctor says that you can go back to doing regular activity it doesn't really mean that you can go back to actually gym life so regular activity i believe what they mean is that you can go for long walks and you can maybe do the stairs more and all that kind of stuff but they're never specific about it and as a personal trainer at the time i really wanted to understand that in a more specific way Mm -hmm. so i started doing some more research i started talking to um Uh, a few physiotherapists as well as uh, my doctor and just all the opportunities that I ever had to ask questions. I started asking a lot of questions. And through that pre postnatal certification, they do give you a bunch of information of what exercisers are safe, when to start exercising, when not to start exercising. Uh, But during baby, like during pregnancy, as well as after. And, um, and you really start to start, you're supposed to start slow. So when I started back, I kind of made myself a bit of a guinea pig and I, um, I did have a C-section with my first. So I did have the eight weeks where I had to do nothing and going up and down the stairs and taking care of my baby was more than enough. And then, um, just walking is kind of really where you should start. Yeah. Even if you've had a natural, um, delivery with no interference, You should still start with walking if they're going to start say you can start regular activities definitely don't start running um and uh and there's a few others that you want to stay away from because until your pelvic floor has fully healed you always run the risk even if you don't have immediate problems you run the risk of having long-term problems later on
0: yeah i've noticed that with people in my life as well like prolapses and things like that because getting back into it and again it wasn't right away and things like that but i guess there's there could be a well there's there's a big difference obviously in having a natural delivery versus a c-section a c-section is major abdominal surgery and you know you kind of have the green light from the doctor right and they say you know you can go back to you know what you're doing um obviously you know my personal experience too like I was obviously more fit in my pregnancy with both of them. Like I know with both of them, I could probably physically work out with them at a normal sort of pace until I was like seven months. And then it was just, they were in, the the stomach was in the way too much. And I'm like, nope, now everything's getting too comfortable. And then you get that jolting pain or something down your yeah. leg or spine. And you're like, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. So yeah. you kind of go to that walking, like you said. And yeah. e- even that during pregnancy can like, you know, Bring on Braxton Hicks and all that good stuff, you yeah. know? So it's yeah. like, oh yeah. my goodness. So you're kind of like, do I want to do this anymore? So you kind of just start to vegetate a little bit. And then, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that for myself. What did you, what have you found is like the main problems with moms after having babies and like trying to get back into like tone and strength? And like there's a difference, I think, between like a regular gym goer versus somebody that's like a light
1: exerciser. Definitely. Yeah. So I find that those of us who are running and jumping and doing heavy weightlifting before baby yeah we try and do as much as we can throughout but like you said if you have and hicks if you have these jolting pains yeah. you need to slow down you need to <laughs> you know listen to your body yeah. so to speak and then afterwards those same people want to go right back into it so for them when the doctor says you can resume normal Activities that's what they're thinking. They're thinking, Oh, I can start lifting heavy weight again, I can start doing this, that, and the other thing. I think most of us know that we're supposed to start slow, especially if we haven't done anything for a while, right? But then you know, then you have your I don't even want to say maybe type A personalities that just don't want to take that into consideration. Maybe they've been dying to go back to the gym or whatever that is, and so they go too hard too fast. Um, for the People who don't go to the gym, I would say, you know, same thing applies, but what if you are now become desperate because you've gained all this weight and you really want to shed the weight quickly? I think that's where you come in more so than Mm -hmm. maybe running back to the gym or um, getting your own personal trainer right away. There's a safe way to do it for sure, Mm -hmm. um, but it should be done slowly for sure.
0: Yeah, nutrition is a huge thing. And I think even throughout pregnancy, I've noticed, you know, even from going from one baby to the other, I, I gained differently with my first and I was actually more active with my first um, pregnancy, I would say probably, and regain quicker than my second. And that's why I ended up having Leticia as like my personal trainer, because I really wanted somebody that understood postpartum and wasn't going to shove me back into something that I could easily tear internal Muscles and things like that. Like, I wanted somebody that understood that. Um, And as much as I wanted to go, I think fast and, you know, but I did really well. I remember that. But I did. One thing I do remember is the stability I think that really caught me off guard I think even just doing like a, a regular thing I think we were trying to get me to stand on one leg with with something and yeah. like my core wasn't there so I'm I remember like wobbling all over the place and being like what's wrong with me and you're like yeah. your stability is gone like your core like even though I haven't had a c-section or anything like my core wasn't there no and it thinking, well, to get back yeah, yeah and I thought like what the like I haven't only I haven't only been out of it probably for I think it was three months after I had him, I was back at the gym, but still even before that, like I was pretty fit and active and I just was quite shocked, I think, to see how my body responded. And I think a lot of moms do that. And I I could imagine a lot of women give up and think, oh, well, it's just mom life now. Right. And that's where, you know, the self-pity comes in. And I think more of the weight gain comes in. Yeah. So, you know, what are some... Yeah, it is. tough. Yeah. You know, what are some um, exercises that you could recommend to women to stay away, you know, from while I guess pregnant and sort of postpartum? um, And why?
1: Yeah. Um, First would be running. So if you are a runner already, they do recommend um, up to six months. of no running yeah. after baby. So whether you have a C-section or whether you do a vaginal delivery, both have changed your body significantly. And the main issue with running, or there's a few others I'll add on to that, but the the reasons are all the same. Because of that stretching that happens through your joints, otherwise we wouldn't be able to deliver, um, and ligaments. That needs to wear off, so to speak, before our bodies can kind of strengthen back up. Also, um, if you did have an episiotomy um, or of any any kind, any degree, so to mm-hmm. speak, I would definitely go check with the pelvic floor physio before you actually start Um anything aggressive right and also um with the diastasis so with our when our abs separate Mm -hmm. then that causes an instability through the the back and you don't want to mess with that either right so when you come when it comes down to it i would say the top three things to stay away from would be running plyometrics for the same reason and then heavy lifting so heavy lifting to me Is 20 pounds or more. And the main reason for that is because if you were doing heavy bodybuilding before and then you start and you haven't, you don't start building back up. So say you start at 10 pounds and go up from there, or even five pounds and go up from there, you will cause more damage because it's just too much too soon. Also, you always run the risk of pushing out instead of bringing it in. So when you're doing a, pelvic floor contraction or Kegel, you're lifting your pelvic floor up towards your head. Not that far up, obviously, right. but in that direction. And then with your transverse abdominus, you're bringing that in towards your spine. With those two contractions, we always run the risk, and a lot of us will do it without even knowing, of pushing out instead of pulling in. Interesting. So how do you know for sure that you're doing it right see a pelvic floor physio really Mm -hmm. now i had a really a bad uh a a tear from a episiotomy with my second and so i really wanted to know whether i was healing properly so i went back to the pelvic floor physio saw her checked in with her she said you know you're doing the as good as you could do
0: right having a episiotomy yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so i mean that's all i can ask for is that i'm doing the best i can But I also had to have um, my I had a hernia from my second um, pregnancy that results or I should say a diastasis that resulted in a hernia eventually, so I had to have that physically repaired. I couldn't repair that on my own, unfortunately. Is that
0: is that out of like exercising? Would you say the hernia thing like is that because that's like a bulge? of I don't think it was
1: the hernia. No, I don't think it was from exercising. First, it's, gene- it's It's in your genes. So my dad had hernias. So me- that oh. means that I have a 25% um, okay. better chance of having it. So there's that. And then second, um, it was really from having my abs were too tight going into right. it for pregnancies. And so my belly button popped out. That's
0: pretty normal though isn't it when your belly button pops out
1: <laughs> it is but not to the point where oh. it's never going to pop back in after
0: oh i see okay
1: yeah interesting so having that hole in the middle of your stomach causes you to now not have the use properly of your abs and therefore your your back can really be affected by it interesting I didn't, many other
0: I didn't realize it affected the back but then you think about yeah. it your back will overcompensate for the front Exactly. Yeah.
1: And we all have, I don't know what it is, but we all have back pain at some point in our lives. Right. right? Um, now doing, being able to do those core contractions like your pelvic floor and your transverse abdominis, then starts getting the multifidus, which is in the spine firing. It's the only way the multifidus will actually fire. And so if you can't do the pelvic floor transverse contraction, because you have a hernia or you have your diastasis, then those muscles won't fire. And then that is actually what your core muscles are. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I know you touched on this, but the I found this like massively through my both my pregnancies and it's probably just how maybe it goes for myself throughout any of them, I guess. But ligament pain, like ligament problems, yeah um i looked into it because i had i didn't have the diastasis whatever it's called but what's the one with the the hip or the pubic symphysis or something where it's yeah like, that's exactly
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah it's i guess it's um trying to a lot of pain where, associated with it it is it's yeah. literally like if i'm sure a lot of women experience this too and even after yeah. i noticed it right after pregnancy for several months too but it's like where you step out of the vehicle or you put your pants on and it feels yeah. like someone's pulled your hips apart and it's it's like it's like a joint, like it doesn't yeah. feel right. And I remember I found this with um, the exercise where you sat on the machine and you pushed your legs outward or inward. It yeah. was pushing the legs inward, yeah, because obviously you're pushing weight. And I was like, I feel like I'm gonna break, <laughs> like. Ouch. So I had to stop yeah. doing that one, and I noticed that was about six, seven months in. Yeah. Um. But listen to your body because. If you're not listening to that, you're going to make the problem worse. And I noticed both of my pregnancies, I had that even after um, having the baby and stuff. So like, it takes a really long time when you think about like yeah. the internal ligaments. Um, if somebody has something like that, like the diastat, uh, what's it called? Sorry again, the diastasis, the diastasis with the abdomen yeah. or the ligament issues with like their hip joints. Would you would you recommend certain exercises for them? Um, Throughout their pregnancy, or even after that, maybe they should stay away from.
1: Um, it really just depends on what causes the pain. Right. So, besides the three one three that I've already said, so running and plyometrics and heavy weight training, build really slow. So, right. honestly, start with body weight exercises. Start with walking, and then build slowly. So, if you feel pain somewhere, just stop yeah do something else that may or may not work the same muscles that will not cause the pain but there's tons of other options out there for in, in a ton of different ways and you know what i mean like there yeah. there are options you don't have to do that inner outer thigh machine you can do um something with your bands
0: yeah i think bands are yeah. a good one too because it's that yeah. resistance i guess you still get so we've talked about the ones to avoid what are some of the kind of ones that i would say to maybe to help mom, even like if she's preparing herself for birth for like her muscles or um, just like strength in general, or even after, like what's something that probably the body is needing, I guess, after having a baby, knowing that you've got weaker muscles there now.
1: Yeah, Um, one of the first things I would do is really practice your Kegels. Like continue through that as long as you can. And if you can't, Uh, or even if you're not sure about it, or you've had some sort of trauma, I would definitely go see a pelvic floor physio. I don't think I can say that enough. I kind of wish that it just came along with recovery. They just said, you know, you can go see your lactation specialist and your pelvic floor physio in the same building. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, why don't we
0: have this like whole package? Like I I was talking to somebody earlier today, um, baby chiropractor lady, and We were just kind of talking about like even preparing yourself for having a baby. She was talking about like she's in, she was in Hong Kong or something. And that for like 30 days or something, I think it's 40, 30 or 40 days before the baby, like you get yourself prepared and you've got like someone there taking care of you and you're taking in bone broth and all this stuff. I find in the Western society, it's kind of like, have your kid get out. Like now we're like, now you have to go back to work and- Recover at home from a massive C section or something and you're like feeling like you're falling apart. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is. It's like in and out. When I had my C section, I mean that was my first baby, so I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. And um and I had met people before who had bounced back and they were actually, Oh yeah, I feel great. I'm gonna come back into the gym at five weeks. I could still not walk really well at five weeks out anybody could do it. I know. So I would definitely take the time to recover and if you really if you're really that desperate to um get back into it just start walking if you can walk just walk honestly walking is one of the best activities out there you can increase your speed to get your heart rate going you can decrease or you just take breaks if you need to right there's so many different options with walking um I feel like I'm kind of digressing though. Can you, can you like bring me back to where (laughs) I'm supposed to be answering your question? No, that's
0: great. I love it. I, I think that's given us a lot of information of like the before and after of everything of, you know, working out pregnancy and after, because that's kind of the most vulnerable time I've noticed even personally myself is, you know, you go in and maybe you're working out really hard, like all the way up until sort of a stage of pregnancy where your body's like, nope, no more. Like we're done here. And I think it's the postpartum. I think a lot of moms, um, that's where they're struggling is. I think, I think like you said, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I think they need the pelvic physio stuff before and the internal conditioning, I think to help them in order to be able to do these exercises. And when they do start working out to be mindful and and walking and all that. And like, I remember even my first, I, I had him in the summer. So it was easy for me to get outside and do like walking uphill with a stroller. And that's another good way of resistance because you're pushing up, you know, a hill. Um, the, what I was going to ask you though, too, is we're in Canada. So it's like always cold here in the winter. Most of them are. Yeah. So if people can't walk and get outside or, you know, they're isolated or something like that, is there something at home maybe they can do minus a workout video, um, that they could kind of try and do for themselves.
1: Yeah, um, there's always stuff you can do, even if you have equipment or if you don't have equipment. So, um, what I did, the first thing I did, and this isn't at home, but I just went to the mall and I oh, walked wow. the mall like round in circles.
0: That's that's actually a really good way to get that done. Is like with shop my son, they had
1: a nursery room there too, which was nice. So you could just when you needed to nurse, you could just go to the nursery room and. there with other moms but uh otherwise i just went to the mall because my son was born in january nobody can go for walks in january it's crazy
0: it's like blizzard Uh, out there
1: it's so cold and so then um but at home lots of core work you can do for sure especially if you haven't had any issues but gentle of course and lots of uh work like uh sorry i'm now blank but strength training is what i was trying to say yeah with a band
0: That's a good idea. I think with the, even at home, having like a stairs, like most of us do have stairs in our house, but using utilizing your stairs is a good way as well. Um, What about things like squatting? Is that like without any resistance? Is that still kind of something in the...
1: Definitely. So think about it. Whenever you sit down, it's a squat. Okay. So So, whenever you're going down towards your your couch or your chair or your toilet, that's a squat. So yeah, it, a squat is definitely... And there's so many different ways you can do it. You don't have to go down to 90 degrees to start. You can do it at 45. You're doing it anyways. Yeah. You can do it assisted, right? So there's lots of different ways of doing squats, push-ups, all the traditional stuff you can still do as long as you don't have any, you know, outstanding issues. But um, that's where I would start is with that kind of stuff if you can't walk.
0: That's great. That gives a lot of mums kind of like the base because... Again, there's a lot of mums out there that still kind of like, well, now how do I go to a gym or things like that with a baby? And I think even it's just hard. starting at home, like not every gym has like childcare. Um, I've noticed no. as well. <laughs> and I noticed for me when I first started with my first son, I had my yeah, I had him going into the gym, but every single time I put him in there, he came out with a cold. So it was like then yeah. he had to recover for a week and then I couldn't go yeah. to the gym. And it was like right? this vicious yeah. circle of it is
1: yeah or they would start crying they didn't like being there right whatever that looked like you only got a five minute workout but even if you can only do a five minute workout at home but say you can do that once a day or maybe three times a day it's better than nothing right exactly i think and that's that's why i think too you have to start thinking it think about thinking about it in a more creative way
0: even dancing I do that with my boys sometimes like I'll just Whoa, put some tunes on yeah. and just get them to dance around and stuff and that's a good stress reliever that. too so yeah put some put some fun tunes on and uh dance around and I think even if you're just sort of pent up at home and you're going a little stir crazy because again if you have babies and like sort of the the dead of winter and you can't do anything like what are you supposed to do at home so putting on some music and the babies and the toddlers love it too. If you kind of dance them around and play with yeah. them and things like that and yeah. kind of make it a game. So yeah. I love it. So is there any other things that you would like to kind of um, let the moms know about or anything or where they can find you?
1: Well, you can find me on my website. Um, it's www.welldone, W-E-L-L-D-E-D-U-N-N. Sorry, you <laughs> don't even know how to spell my own website. Fitness.com. So welldonefitness.com. Fitness.com. My last name is Dunn. Awesome. D-U-N-N. So that's where the, the Dunn comes from. Um, or else you can find me on Facebook at Well Done Fitness Personal Training. Uh, as well as on Instagram and that's at well done underline fitness.
0: Wonderful
1: those. I can't really think of anything else. When it comes to postpartum and doing any kind of personal training, it ends up being a very individual and so mm-hmm. whatever that person needs, I usually just adapt to whatever. Right. and sometimes you don't know until you get started so you start out slow and safe and build from there.
0: Lovely. And so LaTitia actually has her own home gym now, which is amazing. So you do offer online fitness for moms that you can do anywhere, right?
1: Yeah. Almost every day I'm on Zoom.
0: I love it. So that this is like, this is what's helped. I think even though we've had all this crazy time the last few years, but this has sort of brought people to an online space now where you can help more people anywhere in the world.
1: That's true. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Awesome.
0: Well, I'll put those in the notes for everybody for her website and social media. So thank you so much for coming on today, Leticia. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I had a great time.